I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. On Make It Cute, we make good food, and cocktails too, I'm here for you, to make it cute. Yeah, make it cute. Oh, me and you. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Make It Cute. I'm so happy that you're back and joining us for yet another episode. I have been waiting to make this episode for so long. I mean, it's part of a series. Hint, hint. Think about what today is. Today is December 4th. And what comes to mind? I'm going to let you think about that for just a second. Honestly, what comes to mind for me is the Bath and Body Works candle sale where three candles are like $10. But what also comes to mind is now that Thanksgiving is officially over, we can start celebrating my favorite season of the year, which is the Christmas season. Alexa, play All I Want for Christmas is You. I hope that she didn't hear me and doesn't actually do that because... I think that's copywritten, and I think I could get in trouble if that actually plays. Regardless, this episode is going to be part of my Christmas series. I'm going to do a couple Christmas episodes. Haven't decided how many, but, you know, it's the first week of December, so you got to kick it off strong. I do want to talk about something before I kind of get into the content of this episode, and that's the Spotify wrapped. This is totally off topic for, like, what the topic of the episode is going to be. I'll just tell you what the topic of the episode is going to be. I'll go on my little Spotify wrapped uh, tangent, and then I'll get back to it. So Spotify, the content of the episode is going to be gift guides and like just things that I recommend and how to use some of these gifts to make some really awesome things. 
obviously I am a food content creator slash TikToker slash Instagrammer, whatever you want to call me. Um, but I'm going to do mostly food recommendation gifts as well as a couple other general ones that I just think are like really awesome. So before I get into that, let's talk about Spotify wrapped. I wanted to do an entire episode dedicated to my Spotify wrapped. I mean, what could be better? A hundred songs that I just bop to the entire year, but I one would have wanted to basically do something like Radio Rebel. Imagine myself pushing my non-existent long hair behind my ear with a Debbie Ryan face. I would have wanted to do like a radio show um, with my Spotify wrapped. But, you know, again, copyright. Don't think I can do that. But I just want to talk about how Spotify wrapped just like shows so much about a person. So funny thing is I actually had a coworker message me. Um, after I posted my Spotify wrapped on my Instagram story and he was like, honestly, you're such a diva because of your Spotify wrapped. And I laughed and I looked at it and I was like, okay, we got Ariana Grande. We got Doja Cat. We have boss bitch as my number one song. Okay. You know, I, you know what? I am a little bit of a diva, but it's okay. And I think that the, a person's Spotify wrapped can tell a lot about a person. So if someone that you're buying a gift for, has their Spotify wrapped, posted, take a screenshot of it. And then that might give you like a little vibe check, I guess, on maybe how to shop for them. And like, I don't know, I I feel like you can tell a lot about who the number one artist is for that person or how much music they listen to. Who knows, maybe they need a new pair of AirPods. Um, But I'm not recommending AirPods because those are kind of basic. But regardless, I would say that that can just tell a lot about a person. Like I said, this wasn't supposed to be related to the topic of today, but it ended up being related. So I can't be too mad about that. Regardless, I want to get into the gift guides and I'm going to start with one of my favorite gifts that I feel like you could give. And that is just like really useful. I will say some of these gifts are budget wallet friendly and some of these gifts are a little bit up there. I'm going to start just with a gift that's a little bit up there. I bought myself one of these earlier this year and I love it. And it is my Nespresso. Honestly, with people quarantining and working from home, a coffee machine of any sort, specifically an Nespresso, is amazing. And let me tell you the reasons why I love that and who you could potentially get this for. The reasons why I love my Nespresso is one, it makes me feel like I have like a little Starbucks inside my kitchen the coffee is delicious. I can make lattes. I can make cold foam. I can make hot foam. I can make cappuccinos. I can add like milk and whatever type of milk I want and whatever type of pods I want. And Nespresso pods are so good. They use the like top 10% of beans in the world or something like that. Um, hashtag fancy, hashtag living my best life. And hashtag, can I still say hashtag? Like, is that still a thing or does that make me look old and like uncool regardless if I look old and uncool you're just gonna have to deal with it because this is what you signed up for um I'm not gonna really sing that much more (laughs) on this podcast but you know I'm feeling the mood I'm feeling in the Christmas spirit and you know I'm making my seasons bright and all that jazz but I love my Nespresso I have the Nespresso Pixie it was $250 at Bed Bath & Beyond I know a little bit higher, but I know my one friend just got 
a Nespresso uh, Virtual Plus line for like $99 after coupons at Bed Bath & Beyond. So I'm not saying that you have to go there. This is not sponsored by Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, but, you know, Nespresso's are a great thing. And actually, an Nespresso is going to be the foundation of what I base today's cocktail on. It's going to be a hot cocktail because, you know, it's December. It's starting to get cold. Finally, I'm so excited to bust out my Burberry jacket. That thing has been chilling in my closet waiting to be released into the public so whenever i walk downstairs to go get my mail i will be sporting it i'm not even leaving the building but you know everything's an event now that we're all stuck inside let's get into the cocktail before i just talk about my wardrobe even more Okay, ready? <laughs> so what you're going to do is if you have an espresso, go ahead and put a pot in and brew some espresso shots. If you don't, you can use some instant coffee. You can make whipped coffee. Honestly, this cocktail is really translatable. And that's what I've been trying to do over like this entire podcast is make cocktails that are very accessible. And this is going to use like an ingredient that we maybe used in a previous episode, something that you may have bought for this podcast. And you're like, okay, Miles, why did you make me buy this? I'm never using this again. Well, haha, in your face, you're going to use it again uh, because I'm going to give you more cocktail ideas to use it. So while your coffee's brewing, you're going to go ahead and get a mug. And if you have like a chocolate bar, you can use that. If you have chocolate syrup, you can use that. I'm doing like two pieces of Lindor uh, Lint chocolate. Lint is my favorite chocolate brand that I can buy like anywhere. Of course, I love my, you know, little small mom and pop residential chocolatiers, but I'm going to use Lint just because it's accessible. You can buy it at any grocery store, whether it's your local Walmart or your regional grocery store. I'm not going to go through the chains. And you can also buy it at Target. Um, I got mine from Wegmans, which I could probably do an entire episode about Wegmans. I love Wegmans with like my entire heart and my entire wallet, apparently. But you're going to put some chocolate at the bottom of your mug, and then you're going to pour your hot coffee on there and stir, give a nice little mix. I wouldn't recommend using white chocolate, not for this recipe. White chocolate maybe in a future episode, but Let's use like a milk chocolate or a dark chocolate. Like we love like a 80% cacao chocolate bar. Like and dark chocolate's also like quote unquote healthy. I'm not a dietitian or a nutritionist, so I'm not going to tell you what's healthy or what's not healthy. That is not my business and your relationship with food is your own just as my relationship with food is my own. But you know, dark chocolate isn't as necessarily bad for you quote unquote as like milk chocolate um again not a nutritionist or a dietitian so take what i say with a grain of salt regardless get that all melty poo and then you are going to get your milk of your choice if you have an espresso with an arachino attachment you can froth that milk if not then you can warm that milk on the stove or in the microwave preferably not the microwave um I don't know. Something just doesn't sit right with me doing that. I'm using almond milk because I prefer plant-based milks, but if you're using an animal milk, go ahead. You do you. Um, get that nice and warm, and then you're going to add that into your mug. I'm not giving specific measurements because it truly depends upon the size of the mug that you get. I'll give measurements on the alcohol um, based upon like the size of mug that I'm using, but... Regardless, I think that you'll be able to tell if you're putting too much of something in. So 
whenever I was home for the holidays, I ended up picking up a little mini uh, shooter bottle of rum chata. So we're going to use some rum chata in this and add like a little holiday flair. And then we're going to also use fireball. And I also picked up a little mini shooter bottle of fireball. So essentially you're going to get a good like one ounce of fireball and one ounce of rum chata into your cup in addition to your milk and your chocolate and it's gonna be so delicious like it's kind of like a mexican hot chocolate mocha type deal with like the creamy yummy rum chata in the background it's not super boozy but it's just boozy enough so again an ounce of fireball an ounce of rum chata i mean you can also use like a spiced rum i prefer fireball um or if you want to be like fancy you can use like jack daniel fire or red or whatever it's called i don't know i'm gonna stick the fireball because i haven't blacked out off of it so sorry to those of you who drink it freshman year and blacked out on it but couldn't be me so i can still drink it at this point in my life who knows i'm still young i'm 23 my age isn't indicative of my life habits regardless i'm gonna stop having a quarter life crisis <laughs> on the podcast and i'm gonna get back into the gift guides uh that was the cocktail it is super easy again if you need the ingredients it is chocolate coffee milk of your choice i prefer plant-based and then top it with some fireball and rum chata that is it give it a nice little stir and sip it up it is so good all right getting back into the gift guide so like I said, I'm going to do some food related, some non-food related. I felt like I couldn't do a gift guide without talking about this particular gift because I have seen this everywhere. Like soon as I open up my Amazon app, it's the first thing I see. Every gift guide that I've looked at that isn't my own has it on there. And I was like, okay, well, I got to hop on the bandwagon in some sense and also put this in my gift guide. And it's one of those massage guns. Like, I don't understand the hype. I don't personally own one. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. But I can see the appeal, if that makes sense. Um, I mean, for those of you who are like fit kings and queens and non-binary folk, like I definitely understand like after you hit the gym instead of using a foam roller to go ahead and just like 
turn the little massage gun on and like let it pew, 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 pew on your muscles and release that. I forgot what it's called. Lactic acid, something like that. I don't know. It's some bio term, but you know, release that good stuff in your body for recovery. Um, honestly, I rather just have like an in-home masseuse come, which I would also recommend is another awesome gift, especially during this time. Um, look up it like at home masseuses like near you it doesn't have to be anything super like fancy or super expensive um i think the one that i'm planning on using is about 150 dollars an hour but they come to you they set up and i think that's you know a price that's worth it or you can buy like a 30 40 dollar massage gun and you know have massages whenever you want i just love my swedish that's all I'm going to say. I love a good Swedish massage, and I don't think a massage gun can do that for me. Regardless, moving on, another gift that I would recommend for almost anyone is a ring light. I don't know. Like, with all the Zoom calls and, like, people who want to start creating content or whatnot, ring lights are so popular. I remember when I first bought mine, it was, like, whenever everyone started TikToking. I think it was about whenever I hit maybe, like, 10 or 12,000 followers on TikTok that I finally invested in a ring light. And I was like, okay, I need to like look appealing on camera. <laughs> appealing, uh, that that word didn't sit right with me. I don't know why I chose it, but I needed to look decent on camera. Like I couldn't just be like regular Joe Schmo. Like I had to like start bumping up the quality of my videos. And, you know, I'm very happy that I purchased my ring light when I did. Um, ring lights can vary in size and price, which is also another great thing. If you want to get someone a ring light that clips onto their phone, you can look for one that's like $10, $20. If you want to get them like a full size one, you can spend like $30 to $60. It really is like a perfect gift in the sense that People use it even if it's just for selfies or if it's for quarantine Zoom calls or if it's for like working or if it's for content creation. I think a ring light is an awesome gift to give in the year of 2020. Speaking of awesome things to gift, um, one thing that I guess I drunkenly expressed to my friends that I want that I didn't even realize that I wanted consciously is a weighted blanket. I know weighted blankets were like kind of 2018 and that was like the gift to give. But honestly, I'm going to put it on this list. I think it's still a good gift to give. Weighted blankets, it's just like one of those things that comfort items in general, I think people need more comfort items in their life. And I don't think that you can have too many. Like I have a basket with like 10 blankets in it and I still want a weighted blanket because none of those are weighted and none of them it's that like color. So I think comfort items is always a great thing. We love a good chunky knit blanket moment. And we also love a good weighted blanket that like, you know, helps with anxiety or helps with sleep. Honestly, I just like the weight. I have these big pillows, these big Euro pillows from West Elm that I have. And they weigh like probably seven to eight pounds each. And the way that I fall asleep is I like put them like on my leg and it's like I can't really move my leg. And that's my preferred sleeping position so naturally a weighted blanket is the perfect thing in the market for me love me a good weighted blanket you should get one if you can the next thing i want to recommend this is back to the food is a cast iron skillet i got my friend a cast iron skillet probably about two years ago now and he always sends me snapchats of him using it making different foods in it and also a cast iron skillet is one of those things that 
everyone needs one, but not everyone has one, and not everyone knows that they need one. If you're cooking steak in a nonstick pan, I'm so sorry, but I will not enter your house. Um, you terrify me. You are on the same level as like Gemini and Scorpio men or like people who eat their steak well done. Um, yes, that that actually is like a crime against humanity and you should be locked up. So how do you mitigate that? You get yourself a cast iron skillet or you ask for one. And the great thing about cast iron skillets is one, they last five ever. Like the joke is always like you buy a cast iron skillet once and then your grandparent or your grandkids reap the benefits. Cast iron skillets is something that can be passed down. Um, and honestly, it's not even that expensive. A good cast iron brand I like is Lodge. I really love that brand. That's the brand of cast iron skillets that I use. Um, besides the next one that I'm going to mention. And I think it's just the perfect pan for whenever you need to make a skillet. I make skillet mac and cheese in it. If you follow me on Instagram, I made this really good skillet mac and cheese like back in November. Um, I make skillet cookies in it. I make um, steak, of course, in it. And I, I'm actually going to talk about steak uh, for a little bit more because that's part of the recipe that I'm giving you. Um the recipe for today is actually going to be how to cook the perfect steak, in my humble opinion. I'm not a steak expert, but I am a steak snob, so I think I'm qualified to talk about this. I know that was a... This transition was kind of smooth, a little wonky, but you know what? We got there. So, again, if you're going to cook a steak, you're going to need a cast iron. So, first things first, let's get our cast iron on the stove. Let's get it preheated. I'm going to use a ribeye. It's going to be about two inches thick. So for about a two inch thick ribeye, I'm going to cook it about four to five minutes per side for a medium rare. Of course, I'm going to use a meat thermometer too because I'm not a savage. I am someone who likes to know the temperature of the meat that I'm cooking. But about four to five minutes should suffice for about two inches, inch and a half thick uh, cut of meat. Um, if you're going any thicker than that, you will definitely want to adjust the cooking time. But yeah, I would say that's good for me. So we're going to get our cast iron on the stove. We're going to just get it over a flame, get it nice and ripping hot. I'm going to use avocado oil. You can use any type of oil that has a high smoke point. Please don't use olive oil or butter um, unless you're using clarified butter. If you're using clarified butter, go ahead. I talk about how to make clarified butter in an earlier episode. Um, I think that was the episode whenever I talked about brown butter. Um, and I think it was my fall episode whenever I made um, a sage gnocchi or something like that. It was like a, a sage of brown butter sauce that you could put on gnocchi or you could put on like penne or pasta or whatever. Um, so pop back to that episode if you need a little lesson about the science of clarified butter. I'm not a food scientist either, but I do admire the process. Um, but again, I'm using avocado oil. Use any oil that has a high smoke point. Um, you're just going to need a couple tablespoons in it. Just get the pan coated. And then you're going to drop in your steak fat cap side down. So I'm using a ribeye. So I have a nice fat cap on the left hand side. So I'm going to put that right down on there. And then I'm going to render out that fat cap for a good like 30 to 45 seconds. And then I'm going to lay it on my first side. So when you're cooking a steak, some people have the methodology of only flipping it once. People like that include Gordon Ramsay off the top of my head. And then you also have people who say to flip it multiple times. I am 
uh, don't play with it too much, but don't only flip it once type of guy. So I'll probably flip my steak probably twice, like cook it on each side twice. So two minutes the first side, flip it, get a nice crust. Two minutes on the second side, flip it again. And then on that second slash like third flip, I'm going to add in some butter. So I'm going to just add in some good Irish butter. I'm using Kerrygold. That is my favorite brand for butter, especially when it comes to meat. And then I'm going to use thyme. You can use rosemary. You can use thyme. I, you can use both. I mean, if you're feeling adventurous, I prefer thyme whenever it comes to beef. Um, rosemary, if I if that's what I have on hand. But I'm using a couple thyme sprigs, and then I'm also going to use some garlic. I'm just crushing two cloves of garlic under my palm, not actually chopping it. I don't want little pieces. I want the garlic to infuse the butter rather than to burn in the butter. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to place everything in the pan at first, and I'm going to baste the steak with the butter and I'm going to continue doing that the entire two minutes before I flip. When I flip, that's when I'm going to take my aromatics, aromatics, i.e. garlic, rosemary, thyme, whatever you're using. Put it on top of the steak. Continue using that butter, which is caramelizing. And again, brown butter versus clarified butter. Go to my other episode and listen about that. But the butter, the milk solids in the butter are starting to get nutty and caramely and just delicious. So I'm going to keep basting for that additional two minutes. I'm going to take it out and I'm going to put it on my board and I'm going to cover it with foil. I'm going to let this steak rest for at least eight minutes, at most 10 minutes. I don't want it to keep cooking too much, but it's going to keep cooking off the heat under the foil. I'm going to check my steak temperature. If it's a good 125, that is a beautiful medium rare for me. And I'm going to dig into that. I'm going to slice it against the grain and just eat one of the most delicious pieces of steak that I've ever had. Um, Also, another fun thing that you can do is instead of using just regular Irish butter, you can use a compound butter. Um, One of my favorite chefs, Marion Grasby, um, made this tiger um, steak and she made this most beautiful like Thai spicy compound butter sauce to go on top and it was just gorgeous and um yeah so lots of options for that but the underlying story of that is if you don't have a cast iron pan don't make a steak unless you're grilling it of course but inside if you use a non-stick non-stick for a steak that is a mistake like Non-stick should be called non-steak pans. Maybe I'll patent that. No one else get it get it before me. Like I, I'm gonna go to the courthouse and do that. Um, regardless, speaking of cast iron pans and all that jazz, I want to talk about another gift. And this is a gift for someone that you really like, for someone who you're willing to drop some coin on. And it is enameled cast iron, specifically my favorite brand, Le Creuset. I love Le Creuset. I have multiple Le Creuset products and they are my favorite products like on this planet for cooking and in my kitchen. And I'll do everything between baking bread inside of them to making really good beef bourguignon or tonight I made beef stew in it and it's delicious and it holds up well and it holds up over time. The one downside of Le Creuset is the price. If you want a Le Creuset pot, you're going to pay a pretty penny. I think my Dutch oven was... Uh, 350 400 in that range um, for the size that I got. But it is, again, one of those forever gifts that when you give it, 
people are going to have it forever. They're going to love it forever. They're going to have it on their stovetop. And it's just like a really pretty, beautiful addition to your kitchen. And like, who doesn't love a good thing like that? As I mentioned at the beginning of the pod, whenever I thought about today, I thought about the Bath and Body Works candle sale. I'm going to say it. Candles are a fabulous gift. I love candles. And you really can't go wrong with it unless you get a candle that smells like utter ass. Like, unless the candle is just the most rancid thing that the person's ever smelled, or they just absolutely hate the scent, you can't really go wrong with a candle. If you go to someone's house, you have a pretty good feeling of what their scent palette is like because you can go based off of what they already have in their house if you go to someone's house and they have a lot of fruity smelling things you might want to go with a cranberry candle for christmas if you go into someone's house around christmas time and they have a big old real tree you might want to go with like a fir fir not fur a fir or balsam or pine candle like there are so many options. I always like very like warm, calming scents like Egyptian cotton and like champagne toast is my favorite candle from Bath and Body Works like year round. You can always get that as well. And there's a lot of things that you can do for people like that. Um, another thing is this is a super practical gift and like that's why like I didn't want to do a written up gift guide because I wouldn't even know how to put this in here. But if it's like someone like your son or your daughter or even one of your parents or like your brother or sister, you can offer to pay one of their bills for the month or something or a couple of their bills. Like give them the cash to do it or ask them like, hey, be like, I want to pay two to three of your bills this month, whether that's your electric or your Wi-Fi or your gas or your not probably not your rent unless you're bawling like that. Um, and if you are bawling like that, please call me. Um, I would love, yeah, I would love to receive that gift. Regardless, um, you can offer to pay someone's bills, like say, Hey, I'll throw $200 towards your credit card and you can get whatever you want. Or I'll throw like, you know, money at your electric bill and that frees you up. I always say asking is such a, thing that we forget about to do when we're giving gifts because it's like we want to surprise someone we want them to be like oh my god you shouldn't have but you did and I'm so happy that you did because you should but (laughs) I feel like one thing that we're not when we're gift giving a lot is direct and sometimes being direct is really good because I actually made a TikTok about this um during no during no nuance November saying that if you don't ask like you might give them a gift that one they already have or one that they didn't even want in the first place and it might just sit in a drawer and then you wasted their money and they feel bad that they didn't like it and it just becomes awkward for everyone you know what i mean i I think you do this is something that's not on my gift guide and do not do this for people do not this is the anti-gift guide do not give christmas themed gifts i cannot stress that enough Because think about it like this. You give someone a Christmas-themed gift, and you're giving it to them on Christmas. So the day after Christmas, it's not Christmas-themed anymore. It's just, just, you know, a little rinky-dink-tink thing that might go into a drawer until next year. Yeah, they might use it next year. That mug that says ho-ho-ho or there's some ho-ho-hos in this house or whatever. I'm sure it is so funny, but buy it for yourself. Don't buy it for someone else. Um, unless it's like your significant other and they really are into that. But honestly, I think every Christmas themed gift I've ever received, I've never seen after 
I accepted it. So yeah, just, you know, keep that in mind. And then another huge thing that you can give for Christmas, also cooking related, is cutting boards. I don't know about you, but I go through cutting boards probably annually. Um, I have like one cutting board that has stood the test of time and it's actually my cheapest cutting board and it's this bamboo cutting board. It's really thick from Ikea, but the rest of my cutting boards are pretty thin they don't really stand the test of time, but it's such a great gift because one cutting boards can also, if they're wood, they can be used as like cheese platters or something like that, but also they're functional. And that's like, I think that's super important when you're giving a gift. There are so many other gifts that I could probably hit on this pod. Um, And there's like maybe two or three more that I want to talk about before I go. So another one. So (laughs) this is a food and drink podcast. So this is going to be drink related. A mixology set. I know my one friend is really invested in his bar cart and wants like an ice tumbler with like double walls and ice tongs and this like 18 piece set mixology set and whatever and it has pours honestly mixology and home bartending is super cool and if you can inspire someone to kind of pick up that hobby or you know add to that hobby mixology sets are a great place to start i feel like if you have alcohol in your house you may want a home bar set at some point so that's always a really great thing And then in line with candles, aromatherapy, I have been wanting one of those big wooden aromatherapy diffusers. Um, They're like 20, 25 bucks on Amazon. And it's like a purchase that I'm like, I could buy this right this second, but I don't want to because I know I don't need it. Um, (laughs) Tell that to the Jimmy Choo's that I just bought, right? Um, There's a lot of things that I buy that I don't need, but the diffusers they make great gifts um funny thing is i actually was supposed to finally get the diffuser that i wanted last year during a white elephant and someone stole it from me like in one of the last rounds i remember my coworkers were like why is miles so silent he is never this silent and it's because i was hiding like kind of behind people hoping that nobody would steal my gift because i was so happy to get it i opened it and I was like this is exactly what I wanted and someone stole it I ended up with an awesome toothbrush not complaining it was like a nice $40 electric toothbrush that you know I still use I just replaced the heads so you win some you lose some but a diffuser is a great gift and also if you know the size of your friends like clothing wise Amazon has like some of the best most comfortable sweaters and they're like somewhat affordable. I binge bought a bunch of sweaters from Amazon and that's just been my winter attire. Like I just wear them all the time and I think that they're the best thing since sliced bread. So I hope that this has given you some inspiration. I may like type this up one day or I may not, but here is my gift guide for 2020. 2020 has been such a long year and I can't believe that we're finally in the last month. Thankfully, I just hope that this podcast ages well whenever I say this. I hope that 2020 doesn't throw anything worse at us. It threw so much at us and I I will do be doing like a 2020 recap probably as like my last episode of the year, but I just hope that it doesn't get any worse. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um so I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. 
day, life, year, and I'm so excited for you to join me back next week. Don't forget to follow me on socials. I am at Mileski, M-I-L-E-S-K-E-E on Instagram, Mileski2 on TikTok, Make It Cute Pod um, on Instagram, and you know, you can find us here wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, and if you haven't yet, make sure that you leave us a review because I would love to know if I'm doing things right. And especially if you write out the review, um, that gives me a lot of good feedback. So I'll see you on the next episode. I'm so happy that you hung out with me for this long and yeah, see you later. Bye. You had a good time. If so, then please subscribe and leave a review. Cause this podcast is new. We drink, we eat, we laugh out loud. My name is Miles. That's all for now.